Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Really good to be with you. Uh, right here where I'm at in Colorado in the moment. I'll be back home soon, though, and I can't wait. It's uh, uh, paltry. Minus one, wind chill, minus 30. Snow up the Yazoo. Oh, my goodness. Just hope the power stays on. Anyway, let me bring you some information. And uh, it's in response to questions I've been asked. And, you know, sometimes I forget we get new viewers and listeners all the time to our radio, TV, YouTube. Yeah, and I understand that. So occasionally I got to go back and cover things. And people were asking me based on an interview I was doing with Brent Height and my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton. Well, how I knew about the secret space program and how I had knowledge of quantum physics. And I'm not claiming to be an expert, but it is my hobby, and I do read a lot about it. Um, and I've told the story before. I actually broke the story in 2013 on Doug Hagman's show. And, you know, people say, oh, you know, Doug, Doug and I are good friends. And we go to conferences and... Uh, uh, joint conferences together and present. We're, we hang out together. People are kind of surprised that uh, a lot of us. Someone sent me something today about L.A. Marzuli. You should really get to know him. You know, I've interviewed L.A. probably ten times. We've hung out together at conferences. So uh, I know L.A. and his wife. So we do know each other. But anyway, the purpose of this particular show is to share with you how I know so much about the secret space program that is now the Space Force. And it was Trump that brought it out of the dark. And we're going to talk about that here. And I'll get into a little bit what I know about uh, Operation Paperclip. Um, although when it was discussed with me, that term would never came up. Uh, you know, this is something outside of my knowledge, but I know what my father did. He was involved in Paperclip, as they define it. But he never called it that in two years that we talked about this. So... My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, time is growing short, ladies and gentlemen. Very short. Uh, some people claim the economic collapse is underway. Perhaps it is, perhaps it's not. 
We see sabotage on railroad tracks all over the country. Have you seen the reports that came out on Fox News? Wow. Um, 62% of agriculture gets to market on train. Uh, And you've had the 110 food processing plants destroyed in the last two years. I could go on and on and on and on. But you get the idea. Food could be in short supply. And you better take care of that need. People say, well, how much should I get? As much as you can. There's no definitive answer now. I can't predict the future, but I think we're looking at a time where pretty much the food you're going to have to eat is what's already in your home. So we want you to go to My Patriot Supply, restaurant quality food, 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, balanced meals. This is why you don't buy from grocery stores in bulk. You won't get balanced. You get breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks for the kids. It's really good, and it tastes fine, and they have specials available that you can see at preparewithdave.com that's preparewithdave.com alright this is uh, something I should probably say to you now if you're coming to us on uh, your mobile device you better click the more button you won't see everything so make sure that you do that every time you go to anybody's YouTube site on mobile device always hit the more button Okay, so how do I know about the secret space force My dad's last duty assignment in the Navy, as far as I remember, uh, was he was on the carrier Roosevelt, which became the first ship to accept nuclear weapons. And his job was to rewire the Combat Information Center to do mission operations in that regard. Uh, The admiral that was in charge, I don't bring names into it because... um, I just can't even say why. But the admiral in charge and my dad were best friends. Our families were best friends. And uh, one of those associations from the family line will stay with me to this day. That's why I don't mention names. Um, When they put the nukes on, they traveled around Cape Horn. Somewhere I wish I could find in my parents' old belongings, and uh, my niece and I have looked at it, my sister and I looked at it for it when she was still alive, but slides of my dad in Rio de Janeiro, Sugarloaf Mountain, um, that was a port of call. Then after that, they got serious about putting the stuff on. And the reason they went around South America was because of the fact that they didn't want the Russians to spy on them, and there were no satellites then. So, uh, well, might have had Sputnik, but there wasn't the capability to spy on you. And they did their work as they were traveling around Cape Horn. And uh, the carrier Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt, became the first ship in the Navy to have nukes operational nukes. Interesting story too. This was actually reported on the show sightings and my dad had told me about this before the sighting show came out. They were followed for two nights by glowing orbs. They had no idea what they were. They scrambled jets and they kind of like flew into nothingness but the orbs were still there. It was pretty weird. Um, don't know what to make of it. Some people tried to say oh it was aliens and there was no proof of that. Now, um, I can remember my dad was gone on this mission for uh, about 18 months with one trip home and a few phone calls from Jacksonville, which was the home base then of the of the carrier. Um, I rem- 
I was a very small child, but I remember clearly barely being able to hear him on this connection, probably because everyone in the, uh, in the Intel community was listening in. So they monitored all the phone calls and all the letters home because the mission was so top secret. Well, they liked what he did, and they retired him with full pension six months early, and then they sent him to Littleton, Colorado, uh, to work in the Martin Marietta plant. But he wasn't working at Martin Marietta. He was working for Intel. And you know who they had there? Germans. German scientists. One Russian. And um, actually, my dad didn't trust the CIA. Sometimes it went under guard. He would actually bring some of the Germans to our house, and we had to leave. But I met a couple of them. And, and at that very, very young age, I was fairly fluent in German because we had German relatives living with us. My dad's family is from Germany. They were refugees. And pretty, that's why I remember this so well. So anyway... Um, to move this story along, we um, would have to leave. We also got the security visits for several years. Did your dad ever tell you what he did? No, not really. Works on rockets. That was the cover story. Because um, that's what Martin Maria was into in those days. And if you're wondering which one it is and you live in Colorado, it was the one that was on Coal Creek Canyon. Um, it was interesting work. And he told me about what he found. He said, first of all, uh, my dad's specialties were in mechanical and electrical engineering, but he had uh, ed- some education in uh, theoretical physics. Uh, today we'd call it the beginnings of quantum physics, and this is what they were really unveiling, vertical takeoff craft. And what he noticed was the stuff they were doing, and he said the Germans were two to 300 years ahead of them in physics knowledge. And he said it never ended up in NASA. That's what we couldn't understand. Why could you develop all this stuff here? You know, we knew that it could be operational in 12 to 18 months once we put it out. Uh, We did the models in the lab. And he said, (laughs) it never ended up in NASA. And he said, there's got to be a secret space force. And then when the moon mission came, he laughed. He said, they're using technology that's so old, it's ridiculous. It's amazing they don't kill all these astronauts. And that was his comment to me when he started telling me this stuff 1984, 1985, the year he died. And um, he asked the aliens, uh, excuse me, asked the aliens, the Germans, I guess technically they were aliens, but he asked them, where did you get this technology? And they said, from aliens, extraterrestrials. Uh, Did you ever meet them? He'd ask them, and no, no, no. Um, Our commanders told us. Well, my dad knew about the occultic practices. You know, Germany invaded um, Russia, fatal flaw of World War II for him, and he did so on the advice of an astrologer. And uh, he knew the propensity for the Germans' interest in the occult. He assumed (laughs) they were dealing with demonic spirits, probably pretending to be aliens. And that really has shaped my belief, because if you put a gun to my head, proverbially speaking, of course, and said, okay, what's going on on the planet today? I think we have two different DNA. Genesis 6, fallen angels, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Advanced Davis, I've told this story many times. NSA, NATO, U.S. Army training, and they told them good guys, bad guys fought out there, bad guys were cast to earth, they made it with the uh, earth women, they wanted to get revenge against the creator, and they went after the human soul, they couldn't crack it, so they decided they would morph the human being. Transhumanism. Even before Vance learned this in his briefings in the 80s, and this way before transhumanism even was a term, and he's describing it, 
in, in a book called Unbroken Promises. And Vance has been—he's been a good friend of mine now for over thirty years. And uh, Vance and I—we've uh, done a number of shows together. Uh, and so, uh, I, I tend to believe my father was right from my perspective with Genesis six. I think the evil ones that are trying to wreck this planet, force us into a nuclear war, and create uh, an environment of minions with payoffs and so forth to do this, I, I think they're the evil ones. I think it's the second DNA. I think it's the uh, hybrid DNA. This is why I think the uh, royal families of Europe tried to excessively marry with each other, um, intermarry one. The prince of this would marry the princess of that country, and I think it explains a lot of that. And, and you can even put names on just name an international organization that's involved in intrigue and i think you've got who we're talking about now that's just my hypothesis but i'm telling you when i first brought this out people go eh. and then right now a lot of people are contacting me in fact i had this discussion with steven Noon the other day and uh no one's laughing anymore because we're seeing absolute pure evil ready to destroy the planet Right, nuclear war—it's insane, but we're forcing Putin into it. No question about it. So anyway, back to my father's revelations. He said they had the ability to make craft go to another dimension, blink out, blink in. Um, he said that part of what they did was more compartmentalized, and that research was finalized in another area. And they compartmentalized everything. But he grew in his authority in those eight years and so he uh, began to see a lot of stuff and began to make connections and he had a better understanding of his small area of compartmentalization he was in for six years and he he told me he said uh, the stuff that we're capable of doing is beyond belief and he goes it's a whole new area of physics yeah it's Nikola Tesla we know now and quantum physics and he did not know about that at that time he never brought that up but um he told me, too, you can never talk about these things publicly until after your mom is gone because she'll lose the pensions in all likelihood. Because he signed, I believe he called it National Security Oath 450, and uh, hard <laughs> hard 20 years of labor at Leavenworth uh, and all kinds of other bad things would happen, and, yeah, it wasn't pretty. The security that followed us was amazing. I can remember being, I don't know, first, second grade, and being taken to a part of the house, no one there on that side of the house. And okay, what does your father do? I don't know. I was six. I think he does something with rockets. Uh, yeah, the questioning was incredible. So anyway, he wanted me to have an idea of what was coming. And he also said that uh, the people that make the weapons of war are basically taking over the government. And that uh, he believed they were the ones that were responsible for killing Kennedy. And uh, as I got to know Jim Mars a little better, yeah, that's pretty much what I've come to the conclusion of, too. Um, in fact, we watched a show one time. This is kind of an interesting digression. It was on a Tomorrow show. Um, Tom Snyder, I think his name was. And I was still a kid. And they had a guy come on, blacked out his face, camouflaged his voice. And he said, whoever killed John Kennedy also killed Bobby and killed Martin Luther King. And he started talking about, they all had a diary. They all said what they were going to do. They all got caught. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I was always a single assassin. He goes, the odds of this happening with the three major assassinations five years apart, infinitesimal. He said, could have odds like that. 
and he said he believed the CIA was responsible. Oh, Tucker Carlson. See, Tucker wasn't the first one to reveal CIA on national TV. It was this guy, unnamed person. And I don't know the year, I don't know, late 60s, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, And my dad said, yeah. He said, we all knew it in Intel. We all knew it. It was something you really didn't talk about unless you knew someone really well. He said, why? He said, it would destroy your career. He said, I don't care what you were in in the federal government. You talked anything against the Warren Commission, you're out the door. Uh, So you think cancel culture is new? It's not new either. So anyway, moving forward with this, with making the long story short, um, we have a bifurcation of science. And I talked about this. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time it's on our recent show with uh, brett height and uh, doug thornton and uh, i i said it was really clearly tesla had quantum mechanics down quantum physics in fact 1943 his knowledge was so revered the fbi raided his apartment on his death and took all his notes and here 1943 to today 70 what is it 70 years later they still have the notes classified and it was about quantum physics 
And uh, my dad taught rudimentary form of this where I was born uh, at the Great Lakes um, base in uh, Illinois, north of Chicago. And uh, he, he did some of that, and it's probably why he was chosen for the project, plus his work on uh, uh, the, the carrier Roosevelt. So bringing this back home, um, I said, well, where do you think all this is going? He said, I think because they refused to share the science with the public. And I'll tell another story about that in a minute. About Well, let me digress. I'll, I'll talk about the sharing. When I heard Vance Davis on Art Bell, and he's talking about the secret space program. The year was 1992, and it was the first time I'd ever heard art. First time ever. And uh, I thought, wow, this is fascinating. And it also matches what I was told seven and eight years earlier. But I can't talk about it, but he knows this much about it, and he didn't say all the little details. I know some things I won't say today because I don't want the knock from the agencies. Um I said, I got to talk to this guy. So I went through channels to try to reach him. Remember, there's, there's really no internet at this time. And a guy named Bill Pollack contacted me with an intelligence background, of course, ex Air Force and Intel. Um, and Bill talked to me for an hour. He goes, Ed Vance wants me to talk to you first. Okay. But I knew what was going on. And uh, we talked, and I, I was guarded. I said, well, I'm not going to tell you everything I know. I said, you know, I'm going to tell you some things. Here's what Van said. Here's what I know related to what he said. And he was impressed enough that Bill and Bill and I became best friends. In fact, his wife, Annie, was my news director for six and a half years when I first started radio. And uh, eventually Vance called me. The three of us became uh, best of friends. And the two of them and I was kind of like connect the dots data organizer chief historian of our group is what I was called Um, and we had a company and uh, quantum physics was part of what we were doing they wanted to build a community um, in the San Luis Valley in Colorado powered by Tesla technology that could light up the night you know Tesla in, in 1899 uh, sent electricity wirelessly from Colorado Springs to the Capitol Hill area in Denver and lit up the area. And then pretty soon the all the industrial, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Come to work for us and shut up and never tell anybody about this because we want to put a meter on this and charge everyone for their electricity. And then when he wanted to go public with it, they ostracized him. That's why how he went to work in the Navy where he developed radar, sonar, TV. He invented radio, too. Marconi got the credit for it, but it was actually Tesla that did it. But anyway, they, we wanted to set up this uh, group in the, um, in the San Luis Valley based on this technology. And it would be, you could be independent of the system. And we had concerns in the 90s that the grid was going to come down and our enemies were going to do it because we knew the grid was vulnerable. So we started to work with a well-known company that went by the wayside. And I don't know that I want to open that door. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to open that door, but I'll put it this way. The head of this organization, who they said committed suicide when he was under federal investigation, um, he didn't commit suicide. He had too many kill switches, dead man switches, and they basically faked his suicide, and he went about his way, but uh, said never do this again. And his very large company, and it's a household name, he, um, he was interested in what we were doing. And we had some phone conversations. 
And uh, he said, well, we better all have our dead man switches available. They're not going to like the fact we're bringing this new energy online. And uh, they were all behind it. And all of a sudden, boom, their company got hit with all these allegations of impropriety this, impropriety that. But I'm surprised they left us alone. But we were kind of left without a benefactor, and the project died. Um, there has been a real movement. I've seen it with my own eyes to suppress the real science. Now, people like Michio Kaku come along, and he comes up with super string theory, 26 dimensions he can prove mathematically, and he can describe what each dimension would be like, you know, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, and so forth. When you have psychic experience, it's pretty clear your mind it's a quantum physics model, not a computer model. It goes to the fifth dimension where space and time are all on the same single strand and you can know something frontwards or backwards in time that you wouldn't ordinarily know with your five senses. And um, he talks about this. And so quantum physics has kind of come into the mainstream of America, but I'm telling you, what's possible is still basically covered up and I believe a lot of that is in CERN and what's going on in Antarctica Uh, same thing, Project Harp in Gakona, Alaska, now spread around the world, Uh, same thing it's basically the same technology and they're never going to tell you about it they're never going to tell have you ever seen SDS 48 and SDS 72 YouTube for a while had those videos up there, I think they've taken them down, I first saw them at a briefing we did privately in the 90s at Bill Pollock's home north of Albuquerque and you can see these craft flying in formation and they do a war game with another craft, you see a pulse beam weapon fired out of South America, I mean I saw all this with my own eyes and this was on YouTube for a while but they took it off the technology that's out there is absolutely stunning it's way beyond what you would imagine um but i'm afraid the evil one has a hold of it for example this really advanced telescope at mount graham in arizona it's owned by the vatican you know what they call the telescope the lucifer need i say any more CERN, I believe, as I said in my last video, the bottomless pit of hell. That's what I believe it is. I believe it's an inverse uh, and a likeness to the Tower of Babel to oppose God. So, my dad told me too that he felt that the suppression of the science was being done and he said, using my Christian worldview... I would say it's probably being controlled by the evil one because look at who was working with the Germans. They were getting their stuff through the occult. And he said, well, you don't have to be a genius to figure out who they're working with. And I believe the same thing is true today. We took their science and we became just like them. The CIA is as occultic and as evil as the Gestapo. And if you don't know that, you might want to start doing some research. Uh, my dad used to say we would, they would sell their mother down the river for a nickel. He said the CIA was the most evil institution that they ever he ever encountered, and he encountered them a lot in his work. And he got to where he wouldn't even talk to them. Yeah, there was a big rift between naval intelligence, the DIA, and the CIA at one time. I don't know where that's at now. But our intel communities do not speak to each other. That came out in the 9-11 investigation. So, where are we at? 
the technology that we're probably in possession of based on what my father told me about how far ahead the Germans were, they're probably at least two, three hundred years ahead of how you're living. And they want to reduce you through their uh, global uh, energy programs to the level of a surf. When they say zero carbon emissions, that means you can't heat your home, can't light your home, can't do anything. And, you know, and I'm I'm an environmentalist. I always have been since high school. I thought we need clean burning energy, need to be efficient, we need to recycle. That just makes sense. But it also has to be practical, and it has to work. And it's not working. And what we're looking at is you're descending into feudalism, whether you realize it or not. The 15-minute cities concept all comes out of this thinking. And yet, it's like the movie Hunger Games. Do you remember how the people lived in the districts? Uh, They had to go get buckets to pail their water and bring them back to the house. They had uh, candles. They didn't have electricity. And yet, when you went to Capital City, they had amazing stuff. The technology was light years ahead of what these people were living at. That's what they're taking us into. By the way, I've always believed, and I'll say this to close, Hunger Games, um, (laughs) the author had never written anything but children's novels prior to that. That was it. Nothing. And all of a sudden, she writes this trilogy that shows where we're going. Isn't that interesting? And she makes a ton of money, and she gave one count them one interview to Good Morning America you don't get any more establishment than that and they never asked her any embarrassing questions I've tried I tried to interview her I've tried to contact her I've I've even called her out and say how do you go from a children's author to this kind of thing it doesn't make any sense who gave you the storyline I thought that would draw her out no Suzanne Collins never drew her out not at all there was another book too called Among excuse me Among the Hidden that's supposed to be shut off but among the hidden, and uh, it was about the Chinese one-child policy and the authorities were going around in America where they had enforced it because China was running America with this policy. And what was interesting was um, they'd peer in the windows. Remember, this is a kid's novel. My son read the book when he was in fifth grade. And it was really interesting when you looked at his re- reaction to it. He said, what are we, China now? That was his reaction at 10 years of age. Predictive programming, folks. Anyway, I thought you'd find this interesting. I thought you'd find this to be um, interesting. I've told this story before in an in-depth interview with Doug, um, and I've given you probably 50% of what I told him, and some of it's updated, some of it. Um, anyway, I want to thank you for joining us in this lengthy presentation. So, uh, by the way, I should, I should mention this before we go. Bill Pollack and Jim Mars were very, very good friends. And Jim is the was the preeminent expert on the Kennedy assassination. Oh, there's others. Uh, James D. Eugenio, excellent guy, excellent. Um, Jim had associations with Oliver Stone and the movie uh, JFK. Uh, I know the script was stolen three times. They didn't want that movie out because it was good. It was good. I know Jim's had a, a De Eugenio. I've interviewed him recently a couple times. And Jim has had extensive contact and work with Oliver Stone, who I greatly admire. Um, so anyway, Bill said, Jim knows about the secret space program, Dave. You know about the Genesis. You two need to get together. And I said, I don't know if I should. You know, I talked to Vance. I talked to you. That's about as far as I'm willing to go. 
and uh, I did. I finally did. And um, so Bill flew Jim into airport in Phoenix, and we went off site, and we were together for about six hours uh, before he had to go back and catch his flight. Uh, began a long association with Jim, good friends. who was on my show a ton. Um, and um, let's put it this way. He knew what he knew about the Secret Space Force, and I knew he was right. And he said the same thing about me. And we were able to work together and really piece together a pretty comprehensive model. But I'm telling you right now, there is a parallel government. There is parallel technology. There is some bleed over now because science is kind of caught up to where they were at. But it's on a kindergarten level. What you know now about quantum physics is on a kindergarten level compared to what's out there. And people say, have we colonized Mars? And did that? I don't have any first-hand proof of this, but I would say it's definitely likely that we have, or we could if we wanted to. And that's what I'll leave you with. And uh, occasionally, we're in the right place at the right time. Bill Pollack used to sponsor these conferences. He had to sign non-disclosure agreement. And um, I think he, I think we had three or four. We did a couple astronauts. One lived in Albuquerque, been to his house, um, <laughs> saw his million kids. Um, but, um, yeah, he was involved in NASA very, very definitively. And uh, we had uh, some famous people there scientifically. Can't say their names because they're still alive. I can tell you Edgar Mitchell was there. He's passed. And, uh, well, his story was incredible. And everything you read that criticizes Edgar Mitchell, he's telling you the truth. The mainstream media's job is to discredit him. Oh, he's a kook, he's a nut. Wait, he flew to the moon. Do you realize what it takes to get in that position? They don't put kooks and nuts flying to the moon. (laughs) You have to laugh at this crap. This astronaut, you know, then you got Brian O'Leary and his association with NASA. Guy's brilliant. And have you seen what he says? You're being massively lied to. You're living in a greatly diminished society from what we have. We have the technology to feed everyone, to water everyone, to provide minimal standards of living that would really parallel the American middle class in good times, and we choose not to because the other side is evil, and they want to subjugate people, and they seem to get off on bringing misery. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. They have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They start all the wars. They control the banks on both sides. Oh, yeah. There's a whole lot we could open up and talk about. But anyway, that's my experience kind of behind the scenes. And, oh, by the way, one of the people that my dad worked with had long association with the secret space program, and Trump brought it into the present. He made it public. Congress went along with him. He did it so he could fully fund it. Why he did that, I suspect, because he knew a war was coming with China and Russia. I think he knew that. And space gives us the advantage. And right now, 
the U.S. holds the advantage. The problem is, is we have a total traitor in the White House, and I can't tell you which way it's going to go. Well, that's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure you're a member of the CommonSenseShow.tv for the very best in investigative reporting. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.